This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. Yeah, I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammett, better known as Mental Healness across all social media platforms. This is your first time seeing my face or hearing my lovely, lovely voice. I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for NPD, get more people into the therapy, like myself, six years strong, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic traits. You know, everybody's not a narcissist, y'all. Today's episode is going to be about, you know, I'm, I'm breaking down, I'm giving you the eight definitions, eight words you might see that comes up in the world of narcissistic toxic abuse, the world of dealing with narcissistic personality disorder or any other toxic relationship dynamics, y'all. This is going to be part one. I'm going to read eight, I'm going to read eight terms, give you the definitions of them, give you the breakdown of them from my perspective. You know, it's going to be part one, part two and three and four are coming soon. Y'all. I'm just, it's just a lot of definitions. It's too many for one video. So the, the top eight, the first eight that came to my mind while I was writing down, y'all. First of all, y'all, y'all see my I'm free shirt on. I love me. I'm free. This is my self-love brand. The link is in the description. Check it out, y'all. Seriously. So the number, the, the, the first term that comes up, y'all, gray rock. I know people ask me, like, they, some people refer to it as gray stone, but gray rock is literally, it, it, when you're dealing with a narcissist or toxic person, from my perspective, gray rock is becoming, like, boring like a rock. Limiting, limiting your emotional reactions to the narcissistic person, not letting them trigger you. Because what y'all know my saying, if I can trigger you, I can control you. You see what I'm saying? So limiting your emotional reactions, because some narcissistic people will absolutely try to set you off on purpose, y'all. And gray rock typically works when you're trying to co, it, it can work when you're trying to co-parent. It can work when you're trying to, when you're living in the same household, you're trying to make an escape plan. Well, you're like, you become born. You're not just like, I know some people would just tell you to just be like, mm, yeah, okay, cool. Yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. That might antagonize the narcissist. It's not, it's not just saying yes and no answers. It's like literally limiting, limiting your emotional reactions. You're not giving them the emotional reactions that they are looking for. You become boring to them. You know what I mean? You, you just remove that that type of supply from the relationship dynamic y'all because if you don't remove this that type of supply that narcissistic person is going to just try to take advantage of you they're going to try to come trigger you on purpose when a narcissist feels like they're losing control they're going to try to trigger you on purpose and the thing about gray rock is so it it, it works sometimes sometimes it doesn't because the, if one trigger doesn't work the narcissist is going to try something else they're going to try something else they're going to try something else they're, just, they're going to try to set you off, y'all, and they might try to attack you. So use discretion, y'all, when you're using the Grey Rock method when trying to parent or co-parent or live in the same household, live in the same, under the same roof with a narcissist. It, take, it is, a, is, a, is a technique you have to build, y'all. You literally have to build this, uh, this technique. You have to work on it. You have to work on being boring. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to. So the second term, y'all, is f- the second term, flying monkeys. The good old flying monkeys. So flying monkeys are the supporters or the enablers of the narcissistic person, right? Flying monkeys, they, that term was coined from the Wizard of Oz. You know how the, the, the monkeys, the flying monkeys and the Wizard of Oz, the wicked, they just did the wicked witch's bidding. No questions asked. That's what narcissistic people's flying monkeys do. You know, they just, flying monkeys help continue the cycle of, of abuse. Flying monkeys help spread the smear campaign. Flying monkeys 
you know, stalk you. They harass you. Fly monkeys can be dead narcissist, the narcissistic person's friends and family. They can be your friends and family. They can be your coworkers. Some people online. Fly monkeys are they? They really, they literally are flapping their flying monkey badass wings on social media all the time. They support celebrities, blindly support celebrities no matter what. You can do no wrong in a fly monkey's eyes. I'm telling you. Fly monkeys are some of the worst people on the planet. And fly monkeys, when you're dealing with narcissists, don't, they rarely ever get anything in return. They're just like, oh, I supported you. And the narcissist is like, okay, well, <laughs> I don't know who you are. You know, fly monkeys are horrible people. You know, and they just, they, they help perpetuate the post separation abuse. And sometimes you're even your kids or your parents can be fly monkeys as well, y'all. So be very careful in that. The trauma bond, the third term is the trauma bond. The trauma bond is when you get, it's like an addiction to that narcissistic person. It's like when you feel addicted to this person, the ups and downs of this type of relationship, the super high highs and the, 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 the depths of hell lows get you addicted to this person. You literally become addicted to this person through shared traumatic experiences. Like you've been through trauma in this relationship and now you have it. You've been literally been bonded to this person through trauma and it's hard as hell to break the trauma bond. Y'all to break the trauma bond is one of the hardest things to do on this planet. It's like, it's literally like, like being addicted to a drug. It's hard to break that addiction. It's hard to kick it. You mean some people can go cold Turkey. Some people have to wean themselves off of it. You know, the best way to break the trauma bond is to tell yourself the truth, get a good support system. And realize, and you have to get to the point where you realize that there's nothing else you can do. This person is toxic for you. They're killing you slowly inside and out. They're killing you from the inside out. You mean you're dying internally. You might look good on the outside, but inter- internally you're like a you're becoming you're rotting on the inside. You mean like you like a beautiful apple on the ins- on the outside, beautiful red or green, red or green skin. But on the inside you're rotting as hell because you've been dealing with this traumatic this trauma. You mean you're bonded to this person. Trauma bond will have you looking silly as hell because you keep going back to somebody that's cheating on you, somebody that done beat your ass, somebody that done took your kids and try to take your somebody try to take your life. The trauma bond will have you going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You know, it takes a victim of abuse an average of seven times to leave for good. You want to get that number down, y'all, because everybody doesn't make it to seven. Everybody doesn't make it to seven because they try. They might try to send you to heaven. I promise you. The more the more times you go back, the worse it gets for you. And sometimes the, the more times you go back, the more the trauma bond is, you know, instilled in this relationship, in, the, in this relationship space. You have to get free, you know, support systems and things like that. Books, literature, read books, literature. Now, this is these are quick breakdowns. I can go, you know, I can do separate videos on all of these, but I'm just doing quick breakdowns and quick definitions to for people who might be new to it. You know, the fourth term, hoovering. Hoovering is the term that's coined from the who, I think Sam Vaknin, um, coined this term. It's like the Hoover vacuum cleaner, how they suck you back into a relationship dynamic, how narcissists and toxic people suck you back into a relationship that you don't, you no longer want to be in. Like you no longer want to participate in their relation, in this relationship, but they suck you back into it some way, shape or form. They, they, they manipulate, they keep, they blow your phone up. They make promises to change. They have your friends and family reaching out. They'll have their own friends and family reaching out. They'll stalk you. They'll harass you. They just they will make your life hard. They'll promise to go to therapy. They might actually go to therapy. They want to go to marriage counseling. They, they sorry for everything. You know what I mean? They'll try whatever, they'll do whatever it takes to suck you back into a relationship. But there's also a form of the Hoover that's called the reverse Hoover. When a narcissistic person will just leave you alone completely, and then you are the one that's reaching out. You're the one who breaks, you know, who who reaches out to them, and you Hoover yourself back in. So it's the reverse Hoover. You're reversing the, the you're reversing the suction, and you instead of getting sucked.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Back in, you dive into the, you dive into the, uh, <laughs> you know, like if you imagine you vacuum, you're vacuuming out your car, like you, um, like you're vacuum, vacuuming out your car, like you in the, in the reverse Hoover, they turn the vacuum off and you, and you jump into the hose. You like, I'm gonna be sucked in, suck me back in. Yeah. <laughs> That's a reverse hoover. Do not reverse hoover yourself, y'all, because reverse hoovering means that narcissistic person thinks that you're okay with everything. They it all is forgiven, even if it's not. They think it's like you reached out to me. You know, again, y'all, this is a quick breakdown. I can't I can go into long detail, but that will take forever. Um well oh no. Number five, gaslighting. Gas oh gaslighting. Gaslighting is when a narcissist it's a form of manipulation. Well, the narcissistic person, toxic person, the manipulative person makes you question your reality or sense of truth. Gaslighting is insidious, y'all. Gaslighting is absolutely insidious. And it can make you feel like it can make you feel like you're going crazy. Gaslighting is absolutely insidious. It can make you feel like you're just literally, literally losing your damn mind. It just can't. You know what I mean? You like they, they'll have you questioning whether the sky is blue or the, the roads are black. Or the, you know, this curtain behind me is not blue. You know, like they was just like, they lay the curtain behind you is black. I'm like, no, this is absolutely a blue, a dark blue curtain. And like, no, it's black. You can't see. You're going crazy. You know, it is black, y'all. You see, I just try to gaslight you. This is literally black. This is black on black. <laughs> uh, but you see right there, gaslighting is when they use their words or actions to make you feel like you are going crazy, like you are losing your damn mind. And like I said, this is the word of the worst things because gaslighting can actually lead to brain damage, y'all. It can actually mess with your mind. The longer you end a toxic relationship, the more you being gaslit, the harder it is to, you know, the harder it is to get out of it. Because you have one way to combat gaslighting, y'all, not do not argue the truth. When you know the truth, do not argue the truth. Do not get sucked into an argument where you're arguing whether or not the damn sky is blue. Don't do that because they'll have you questioning it. Like, let's agree to disagree. No, I'm not disagreeing the sky. I'm not arguing. Look, the sky blue. Cool. I'm sorry. Like, hey, look, I see the sky is blue to me. And whatever color you're saying, you might need to go get your eyes checked. You see what I'm saying? You don't argue the truth for gaslighting. You know, do not. Don't argue the truth. Um, Number six, we're doing we're doing eight today. I thought y'all doing eight. So number six is projection. Narcissist projection is when that narcissistic person is doing something or thinking something, and they make it seem like you are the one that's doing it. You know, they make it seem like you are the actually one who's doing it. Like a nar- projection typically occurs like this, y'all. It occurs like this when a narcissist or toxic person is cheating on you. You don't know. You don't know that they're cheating on you, right? They're cheating on you, but they always there's some out, out of nowhere accusing you of cheating. They're super suspicious of you. You see what I'm saying? They're saying, "Hey, why are you cheating? Are you cheating on me? You getting kind of quiet? You been kind of quiet? You have been kind of secretive and sneaky? You cheating on me? Whole time they are. You mean they are the ones that are cheating? They're the ones that's lying. They're are you still? You, you been stealing money on my wallet? My wallet feel kind of light. They're the ones stealing from you. They're the ones lying to you. They're projecting. It's like a like literally." It's coming from me, like just like a movie, just like kind of like a movie theater. You know, you sit in the movie theater, you you're watching the big screen. That's a projection of what's going on behind here, right? 
you're seeing this right here, but it's actually already happened back here. You know, that narcissistic person is making you see what they are actually doing. They're projecting it just like a movie screen. Um, number seven, new supply. <laughs> the new supply when you're dealing with narcissists and toxic, per- toxic people is the new person that the narcissist is dealing with. This is typically referred to as the new supply, their new relationship partner. You know, and a lot of times what happens in these relationships they end up treating the new supply better. The new supply can be your one of your friends. They can be one of your family members. They can be, you know what I mean, somebody, a, a coworker, whoever it can be. The narcissist finds a new supply, a new source of validation. If you don't know what supply is, supply is going to be. We'll talk about supply in, in another uh, video. But um, I'm writing it down because I don't even have supply on this list, which is funny. Um, I'm talking about new supply, but I haven't talked about supply. Um, <laughs> no particular order. Um, the new supply could be anybody else. It's somebody else that the narcissist, they might leave you for the new supply or they might actually already have a new supply and keep you around. You know what I mean? They have a new partner, new relationship partner, new whatever they have going on, new job. The, the job could be a form of a supply. You know what I mean? New, somebody, a, a fresh source of validation, pretty much. They're getting a fresh source of validation because like this is not any kind of slight to anybody that's dealing with the narcissist, but whatever supply that person is getting from you runs out. It just does. It runs out. It runs super low, and they need a new, fresh source of supply for whatever reason. It has a lot, a lot less to do with you than you think it does, y'all. They just narcissistic people are chronic boredom, y'all. Super chronic boredom. And the last term of today, number eight, is reactive abuse. I know reactive abuse is one of those things, y'all, where you actually get you know what I mean, like you are reacting to the abuse of a toxic person, of a narcissistic person, like your reaction is way bigger than what it's supposed to be. Like you're reacting to something that they do. They might be, look, this is you right here. You like, this is, imagine this is a soda, can, a soda can right here, right? The narcissist is shaking you up. They're poking you. They're prodding you. They're abusing you in secret. They're lying to you. They're cheating on you. They put their hands on you. They manipulate you. They gaslight you. They do all of this stuff to you, right? They just, they just, just drive you. They are just driving you crazy. They're doing all this stuff behind the scenes, and guess what happens? They shake you up enough, pop, just like a soda. You spray everywhere. Your react, you have this big reaction. You have this big reaction that might get caught on camera. That might be in public. You have a huge reaction to the abuse that you're experiencing, and you look abusive. So this is my perspective on reactive abuse. You look abusive. I know people are going to disagree. It's like, dude, we shouldn't call it reactive abuse because it's just a reaction. It's just a reaction to being abused. Hey, y'all, you look abusive. You do. I mean, just, I mean, this is not me trying to. I'm not. I promise you, I'm not victim blaming because I, you know, if anything in my mind, I'm trying to get people to be less to to control their reactions because you do look like the abuser in this situation. Because if that narcissistic person says something small to you and you erupt on them, you yelling and screaming, you're hitting them, you're swinging on them. You might try to throw something at them. You were trying to hurt them. All they say was some words, right? All the people say, see, is you reacting. You look like the abuser, don't you? They might have called you. They might, they might have said something about your, your mom who passed away. And you said, I told you not to talk about my mama. Ah, and you saw a welding on them. And everybody looking at you like the abuser. That nar- narcissistic people love to set you off on purpose. So I tell people, controlling your reactions is a superpower. And again, y'all, I am not victim blaming. I'm just telling you, you look like the abuser in this situation. I know people want to get rid of the term reactive abuse, but y'all, take it seriously. Take reactive abuse seriously because you're reacting to their abuse, but you also look like the abuser. I know you're not the abuser in this situation. You look like it, and people are going to perceive you as the abuser if they don't know the situation. 
You see what I'm saying? If they see you yelling and screaming and hitting your hitting your partner in public, that's all. They, that's all they see. They see the, their part. Your partner's on the bench, and you just welling off on them, hitting them, and yelling and screaming. You look abusive. You know what I mean? Anyway, y'all, I just see my camera battery about to die. Um, part two coming soon, y'all. Hope y'all like. You know, if you have any more definitions or whatever, you would like me to break down a little bit, like two little two minute sections, one two minute sections. Just leave me in the comment section, y'all. Um, thank y'all for making it this far. Like and subscribe for more. And as always, mental illness is out. Peace.